is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Christmas movies that came out after the year 1992, and I'm sticking to it, darn it. I'm Alonzo, and uh, let's just say 1947 was 75 years ago, and this <laughs> is the Technomark Podcast. What an intro you just did there, Alonzo. <laughs> hitting us with the facts. Um, my, what were we going to say? No, no, I just, it, it just, it, it literally, it, just this moment occurred to me that this year marks the 75th anniversary of, uh, you know, so many great films. You know, last 2021 was the 75th anniversary of It's Wonderful Life. You know, and and uh, this year now we're looking at, you know, the, the anniversary of It Happened on Fifth Avenue and some other films. It's also the 75th anniversary of the NBA. So oh, well done. I, 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 same, sames. Um, happy March, Alonzo. Yes. We're, we're, we're one month closer to Christmas. Spring is here, I suppose. I hope. Uh, until it's not. You know, this is what always happens, especially in the South. I don't know if you can remember back in your Atlanta, your, your Georgia days, uh-huh. but you get winter and then you get like a couple of weeks of warm weather and everybody's like, I'm putting my cold clothes away. Look at my arms. And then it gets, and then it gets cold again for like a yes. week and everyone gets sad, but I love the cold. So I'm personally not ready for um, oh, spring and especially summer. I could just, I, I get a little sad even thinking about summer, but my, my favorite memory of that, that temperature shift. Um, I went to college in Tennessee and uh, parents weekend happened around this time of year. And uh, there were uh, there was some sorority girls who I guess had like sent all of their winter woolens home with mom and dad. And mm. we're just, you know, ready to, to do to be all springy. And then the temperature drops again. And you would see them on campus wearing like every article of clothing they owned at the same time, basically, you know, like all of their little light, you know, summer sweaters or whatever, like 10 of them because they'd, they'd, they had gotten rid of their parkas. Listen, no matter how many uh, layers you put on, your arms are still, uh, still cold. Yeah. If you don't exactly, have any long you know. sleeves, you're going to be cold. <laughs> I'm not ready for it. This is, what, what is it like in LA? Are there temperature swings this time of year as well? Um, yeah. I mean, like I'll tell you, you know, in, there, there were mornings in February, where you know, I'd get out of bed and it'd be in the 30s, you know. What? Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean, know that was the, possible. Oh, sure. It'll, I mean, like by midday, it's in like the 50s, you know, but yeah. but yeah, like right, uh, like the nights are pretty cool slash cold in the mornings as well. Um, and but then you know, but then it'll be 80 degrees for two days and then it'll go back to 50. So, it's yeah, it, it's the same kind of craziness, but just not as extreme. It's really tough on the uh, the allergies, it's really just mm-hmm. tough on those swings. Man, I'm happy. I'm oh, so yeah. happy that we're getting those like mail home, uh, that like those tests in the mail, the COVID tests. Because every <laughs> yeah. time the temperature swings, I'm like, oh man, I got it. I'm good. That's what always happens. <laughs> just, I always get like everything. <laughs> yeah, I always like you know, it, like get a little tickle in the throat when it gets cold again. And I'm like, ah, oh, finally happened. And then <laughs> yeah, I know. that's just the weather. <laughs> it used to just be you know allergies or flu, and now it's allergies, flu, or the other thing. You know, <laughs> that, those we don't speak of. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, yeah, still find a good fight. Let's go. 
Um, all right. It's March, but we're still doing this. We are um get I what is it? I think this is gonna be a week eight or week nine or something like that. So we're still chugging along in 25 yeah, weeks. Yeah. Uh and we'll be doing this every week until Christmas in July kicks off in July. Um Alonzo, it's your week. Yes. And I gotta be honest, man. After last week, I need a goodie, like a real goodie. I know you've brought all goodies, but I need like a goodie. I, I think you're gonna dig this one because it All is right. for one for one thing, it is unlike it happened on Fifth Avenue. This is entirely the Christmas season. <laughs> we're not we're not shilly shallowing around with winter or New Year's. No, no, no. This is Christmas, Christmas. Uh, uh, I do right feel in- like so far there have, like the movies have that you've brought have all been like there are one, two, three scenes that have real good Christmas, but we haven't gotten that like like real humdinger. Okay. Well, I think this one might do it for you. Now, all this right. is one I know you've not seen it, but you might have seen the remake. Um, the remake starred uh, Denzel Washington and uh, Whitney Houston and uh, Courtney B. Vance, but this is the original The Bishop's Wife from 1947, starring... Did it change it to The Preacher's Wife? The Preacher's Wife is the remake, yeah. Gotcha. The original is okay. called The Bishop's Wife. Got it. It's Cary Grant. It's David Niven. It's Loretta Young. It's Monty Woolley. Uh, it's Gladys Cooper. We'll get into her later. Uh, but anyway, this is a lot of fun and really charming. Uh, Cary Grant plays a guardian angel. Uh, and he is there to uh, help uh, David Niven, who's the bishop, and his wife, Loretta Young, sort of re-embrace the meaning of the season. The bishop has been obsessed with fundraising. He's trying to build a big cathedral. And it has taken him away from other things that should be more important to him. And uh, Cary Grant is there to bring some magic to everybody's life. And, you know, who but Car- who? Nobody does that like Cary Grant. Except maybe Denzel Washington. <laughs> Can I uh, bring um, bring something to the table? Shoot, I've never seen The Preacher's Wife. Oh, okay. Well, I, then, it's always then... been on the list. I love Denzel; it's one of my favorite favorite actors. Sure. What if we did a back to back boy this week? Oh, this week, bitch, bitch. <laughs> you got to be careful with that word. The Please. Bishop's Wife. <laughs> Next week, Preacher's Wife. I like. Is that, that legal? I, Are we allowed to I, do that? I think we can. I haven't seen Preacher's Wife in quite a while, so uh, that would be that would be great. Uh, but yeah, so so Bishop's Wife, it is streaming. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Roku Channel. It's on uh, Pluto TV and Tubi. And my personal favorite, Canopy, which if you have a library card, uh, you have a very good chance that you, that you get free access to Canopy, K-A-N-O-P-Y. They've got an amazing library of movies, mm-hmm. uh, including The Bishop's Wife. And those ones are the they're the commercial free with the canopy. Yes, Pluto free and, and no ads. Tubi and what? Pluto and Tubi, you get ads. Yeah, and yeah. Roku too. And Roku, yeah. But if you go on the Roku app, you do you can easily find Christmas in Carolina. So like <laughs> that, that 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 process makes it I think worth it. <laughs> you might stumble your way into the masterpiece that is Woo! Christmas in Carolina. Never uh, forget. The, um, I know you weren't able to make last year's uh, Bramble Fest, but plan is this year to do a christmas in carolina watch along at oh. bramble fest where oh, we throw spoon, spoons at the screen and whatnot i'm in 
count me we all we all Black wear shirt. our uh our hearts uh sweatshirts oh yeah or... with the thing and the thing yes did i tell you somebody <laughs> sent us a link of like where we can buy them it's first some like non-profit or something that one of the people okay. in the movie like founded or something gotcha. i don't know what all it's right. all about but uh, you can you can buy it online if you really want. To. Yeah, yeah. By the time you're you're done watch that movie, you're thinking, oh, I got I got to get me one. I'm seeing twenty <laughs> of them. I I, I don't want to be out of style. Exactly. Uh, I'm still looking for the perfect head to toe red uh red suit, but uh with a turtleneck. I I believe in you. <laughs> At Rainbow Fest, I might uh I might uh, I I got I had a red suit for uh, the deckies this year, but I couldn't find the uh, turtleneck to to go along oh. with the. Uh, wardrobe so hang on to those swatches i'm sure you'll find some <sighs> dare to dream all right we're gonna take a break we're gonna do the bishop's wife and then i mean i guess we already know next week preacher's wife very excited about this back-to-back um all right let's take a quick break we'll be right back here on deck the hallmark we're back same place as we always are, isn't that right, Alonzo? <laughs> it's you know why why even blink? <laughs> I'm saying, uh, let's let, let let's dive. Same haircuts, everything. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you guys didn't get a haircut in the break. Like, <laughs> you had seconds. Come on. I mean, I thought that's what we were all doing. Um, all right. Are you ready for this? Yes. I'm excited because we're doing this, and then next week, I, I'm glad that we decided that because I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun to compare. Uh, yeah. But let's talk Bishop's Wife. Bishop's Wife, yes. Um, Alonzo, do you want to do a little synopsis for us? I would love to. Uh, the Bishop's Wife, uh, I don't have a date, uh, opened in 1947. It happened, <laughs> trust us. Yes, and it went a little something like this. Bishop Henry Brogham has become distracted from both his inner city parish and his wife, Julia, because of his efforts to erect a huge cathedral. He asks heaven for guidance and he gets Dudley, a charming angel who arrives to help. But Dudley's agenda has nothing to do with building the cathedral. He's there to remind Henry about what's really important in his life. And he does so by spending a lot of time with Julia, taking her to the restaurant where she and Henry used to go, working with the boys choir at Henry's old church, taking her ice skating, dazzling the crabby old millionaire who's making Henry's life difficult. Can Dudley get the Broncos life in order by Christmas? Will they even remember that he was there? You're gonna find out when you see The Bishop's Wife. I still don't quite have your, uh, you know, you're the king of this. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know about that, but I'll take it, pal. Uh, let's uh, let's break it down, shall we? Let's share yeah. um, what we thought about the movie. You've you've seen it, obviously. So tell us uh, what you thought of it again, <coughs> and um, why this was a recommendation that you made. You know, I, I just think this is one of the great ones. Uh, you know, this is one of the, one of Cary Grant's best roles, and this is the this is the kind of thing he does well. Like he just oozes charm, oozes like just sort of. You know, you can see how this is a guy who can talk people into anything. Um, I have to say, I really enjoyed watching it this time after being subjected to two, three Angels, Angel Falls movies on Hallmark, um, where they, they unpack this gimmick of the angel showing up to help people because they the movie goes out of its way to reiterate over and over again that angels don't 
do stuff. They just plant ideas in people's heads and then the people do them. And right. over and over again, you kind of see where like, oh, okay. So this is, he's just kind of finagling his way in, telling these people things they need to hear, reminding them things they've forgotten about. And, and then ultimately, they're not even going to remember he was there. They're not even going to know what made them think or do these things, but just that it happened. And they'll, they'll just assume that, of course, they did it themselves. Um, so, yeah, I, just, I think that all of that's really lovely. I, I love all the scenes with, like, with Monty Woolley as the history professor. Um, you know, Loretta Young is really great in this. She's somebody who I, I'm not always a big fan of. You know, David Niven is great. He's just, like, constantly exasperated by, like, no, you're supposed to be helping me do X, Y, Z. And he's like, no, I'm going to help you do, you know, D, E, and F instead. And and he's got to figure out, like, why that's a good thing or why that's going to wind up being the best thing for everybody. Um, yeah, I just think it's a really sweet movie. I mean, for me, the moment where Cary Grant decorate magically decorates a Christmas tree is just, like, you know, greatest of all time. Go ahead. No, no, how did it, how did it hit you for your first viewing? Well, I just want to say this. First of all, 1947 was a big year for angels at Christmas. Apparently. Uh, (laughs) So big, big year. Alonzo, I don't want you to be mad at me. I could never. I don't know. It was kind of a snoozer for me. Really? I know. I'm as surprised as you are. Now, I will say this. There's some delightful scenes in this movie, but as a whole, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I can't really put it in the words and I probably should because I'm a podcaster, but <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I kept uh, wanting, I don't know what it was that I wanted more of. Maybe it's Denzel. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I know that. <laughs> maybe I know Denzel's coming, you know, but like, like you need to listen that decorating the Christmas tree scene is just the like that. I could watch all day long. Um, ice skating could watch that all day long. I don't know. It uh, there's I, 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 it sounds like the scenes that I liked, I really liked. But uh-huh. as a whole, I just felt a little a little snoozy about it. And maybe it was the time of day in which I watched it. I watched it in the afternoon on uh, the middle of the week. So I don't know. Maybe okay. that has something to do with it. But yeah, I've liked um, most of the other ones uh, more than this one. Okay. Um, but again, the scenes that work for me, the, the yeah. scenes that give me Christmas feels and like happy feels, they really work. So I do, I understand like the, the charisma is, is like, what's not to like about the guy. So <laughs> there's a lot to like about the movie, but for me, it just, I wish that there was more of it, I guess. Okay. I mean, that, that's fair. I, I look for, for me, and we've talked about this before, like it, it's the, the, external trappings of Christmas are one thing and they're great and they're lovely to watch and they give me, you know, feels. But for me, what I really love in a Christmas movie is people finding their best selves, you know, and, 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 you know, when you see somebody who is ordinarily selfish or greedy or mean or whatever, and like, there's something about the Christmas spirit that infuses them and that, lets them tap into the parts of themselves that they don't acknowledge as much. Um, that's something that I was, I love watching. And so like, I love how David Niven comes around to realizing, you know what, this cathedral is nonsense. It's like a big waste of money. And I, it, it, this is, it would be much better spent 
among my parish, among the community here. You know, uh, I love, I mean, the old, I love the old lady. Gladys Cooper made a whole career of playing like just monstrous old women who were like, just going to cut you off and like, you know, ramrod through you if they could. And I love how she gets to tap into like her, sort of loving side and, and acknowledges like, yeah, I want to build this cathedral to cover up with the fact that I never loved my super rich husband. And so maybe that's not a good idea. And maybe I'm not going to do that now. So I don't know. I just, I like all of that stuff. And I like how this movie does it. Like it, it, it creates a framework in which I believed that this, this angel could come in, change all these people's lives, leave and have nobody remember it happen. But that, but that they would just feel like that was a conclusion they all came to on their own. And that's a tricky thing to write. And I think this movie does it really well. And and all of that stuff gives me the Christmas stuff on top of all the scarves and all the snowball fights and all the ice skating and everything else. Um, two things. One, I love that you're the one out of the two of us that's very high on the angel movie. Like, <laughs> uh, but two, the good thing is, is now in 2022, like churches never build big buildings like they're always just giving money to the poor so we don't really need this lesson <laughs> absolutely we yes. don't need this lesson yeah. go to texas you're not going to see a single gigantic that's church exactly anywhere right. no, no 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 that's exactly right uh let's talk christmas feels i feel like we've kind of skirted around it but let's give a number to it a hard fast number um alonzo what christmas feels uh are you giving it i think i pretty high like i'm thinking like a seven and a half just because i think this movie is set entirely during the christmas season everybody all the activities and things that are happening whether it's shopping whether it is uh the, the that amazing scene with the voice choir like it all seems to be leading up to getting ready for talking about christmas you know haggling for the tree and the you know all that stuff i i, I don't know i just feel like christmas is present in every scene whether it's its physical manifestation or just somehow the, the preparation for it, you know? What number are you giving it? I said seven and a half. Oh, seven and a half. I'm going higher than you. I'm going oh, eight really? and a half. I'm going eight okay. and a half. The well, see, I thought is... your beef was, it wasn't Christmassy enough. No, no, well, no, it's not that it was, it was all that it had for me was the Christmas. The rest of oh, it felt slow. So the I Christmas see. stuff is great. It's like an eight and a half. Like that, I, the ice skating scene was a delight with the cab driver. Mm. I can't remember his name right now, but when he's just going around, that's <laughs> yeah. a lot of fun. Um, and then that scene with the Christmas tree is is so good. And it made me just wish that tinsel was still a thing. It's just. Uh, right. We were trying to get it off of YouTube for a while. Or not YouTube, on eBay for a while. And we have, we got a few like things of like the old school, the heavy lead kind. It's great that it hangs so much better than the, than the, the, the new kind. Yes, it'll kill your cat, but you know, you have to sort of make these decisions in your life. Um, and I, but I, and I love, I love, I love old movie Christmas trees. Cause they're, they're like, spindly and going out in a million directions like when we can buy a tree where there's like a big gap from from like levels of branches so you can really see the ornaments we do and people be like oh is it a charlie brown tree it's like no it's a it's like an old school christmas tree this is what they used to look like before they like were bred at these farms to like be all fluffy and conical and all the all the the things they are now and those are fine too i mean whatever your kind of tree is great but i like a choice and 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 my my personal druthers is the kind that you see in this movie. I wish you were a little more passionate about Christmas trees. 
it's not coming across enough. It's not. I, it's not across. like I give it much thought or anything. So. No. Um, if you are wanting to watch something like this, aside from Angel Falls, which oh, I mean, God. clearly. <laughs> Clearly, you have to admit, though, Alonzo. I know, Freeze the, Boy. You're the Freeze Boy <laughs> is great cinema. Well, you know that's. I think these movies are always a product of what the technology is. But for for 1947, the whole thing with the letters floating around and the snowball and I, the I, train. Can I get into like, that real quick, of- can do you know how they did that in 1947? Which one? Like, or the letters or the tree. Like, do you know how Um, those were shot? I imagine that it's probably like kind of a split screen thing where where on one side you just have Cary Grant doing his thing. And then the other side, it's just stop motion. And they just like, you know, they just, they they keep manually adding things to the tree and then, you know, uh, and then just edit it together. So it looks like one, you know, smooth. I totally forgot about those. See, those are, those are great bits. Yeah. yeah, And this movie had a crazy production history where like originally Cary Grant was playing the Bishop and David Niven was the angel. And then Teresa Wright was playing the wife. And then they shut down production, brought in a new director. They switched them all around. It was the whole thing. And also by the way, um, uh, you will recognize the, uh, the uh, young Carolyn Grimes, who plays the, the daughter of the bishop and his wife, who a year previous was Zuzu Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life. And actually, uh, check out on Christmas Clatter, um, we interviewed Carolyn Grimes, and, and she was she had stories about making Bishop's Wife and about It's a Wonderful Life and a bunch of other stuff from her career. Uh, so so check that out if you. I didn't pick up on Zuzu, but I fe- I felt like there was um, the kid uh, who the kid, the kid who the, plays George in, Bailey. Yes, yes, in the show. I recognized fight, that, it. I that did is, it. Well done, Brad. Thank yes, you. That is young George Bailey. Man, how about um, that? So you know, also a year later. Um, Man. But yeah, so if you're looking for other movies like this, I, I would say, you know, obviously it's a wonderful life. You've got two cast members carrying over. Um, mm-hmm. A Christmas movie that I'm not the most giant fan of, but that a lot of people really love, and it's part of their kind of annual rotation, stars Monty Woolley, who plays the history professor here, and it's called The Man Who Came to Dinner. And Woolley plays... Okay, yes. Willie plays this sort of like obnoxious intellectual radio personality named Sheridan Whiteside. And he's on a speaking tour and he's like somewhere in the Midwest and he slips and falls and breaks his ankle and has to stay at this like, you know, Midwest family's house until he heals. And of course, like takes over the entire household and drives everyone crazy and has like a million demands and it's all around Christmas. And, um, it's it, it's it's pretty funny if you like Monty Woolley in this and you want more of him. It's one of the few times he gets to be like the lead role. There you go. A non-Christmas movie that I just think should be in everybody's rotation is Angel in the Outfield. So just go watch that for more Angel's fun. Hey, did you know that's a remake? I didn't know that. No, of course yeah, I did. The Why one that came, of course, the one that came out in the '90s. It's actually a remake of like I want to say a '50s movie. Uh, it can't. It can't be better than the one in the '90s. I'll tell you that much. That is. You the, don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did it come out when I was five? <laughs> Good point. You're right. I, no, it I did got, not. No, I got nothing. Not. All right. <laughs> so that's that's it for this week. But I'm excited because we already know next week we are yes. doing um, the preacher's wife. Correct. Which you haven't seen? I saw it once, saw it once. Um, and I thought it was okay, but it didn't really register with me. So I'm very excited to take a look at it again. Um, 
just because you know like it's we had we had such a brief window of a a movie career with with Whitney Houston it was basically the bodyguard in this like that you know not counting like tv stuff so uh yeah I'm 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 excited to take a look at it again especially freshly off of a reviewing of of Bishop's Life do you remember how Christmassy it is Oh, it's it's pretty dang Christmassy, okay. as I okay. recall. It, I, right. I like I remember everybody's always wearing winter coats, so I think they're definitely they've stuck to that angle of the story. Denzel's the angel. Denzel's the angel. Uh, uh, the 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 preacher is Courtney B. Vance, and uh, and Whitney Houston is the titular uh, preacher's wife. So it's a lot of it's a lot of Denzel and Whitney Houston. Yes, and that's not a bad thing. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't <laughs> nope. nothing wrong with that. I can't wait for it. I think of all the movies we've done. I, you know, I'm. What does it say about me that the movie I haven't seen that I'm most excited about is the one that's in color? <laughs> I can't wait for next week. Ooh, I can uh, relate to this. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's. it's I, I think we'll, we'll we'll have a great discussion about it, and and we'll actually get to do uh, one episode in an entire sitting. So there's that wow. to look forward to as well. Can't wait for it. Um, <laughs> and and until until then, may we be the first to wish you a. Merry Christmas! Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast Network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.